You are listening to Retire Texas Style, the podcast. We appreciate you joining us. Here's something that may surprise you. There was a report by the Employee Benefit Research Institute. They found that roughly 10% of baby boomers in the highest income group will run short of money. That's a percentage that's even greater for those that are in the modest income group. So clearly we have an issue here. Absolutely. You know, people come see us and we sit down and we really look at their money, look at their strategy or the lack of and really help them put a strategy together. One of the things I tell people, we can make sure that you don't run out of income, but you have to make sure that you don't run out of money. And that's being responsible spending, really doing well with your money. You know, if you look at this survey, it was really interesting that 83% of the boomers in the lowest income quartile may run out of money in retirement. Mm-hmm. But even in the top quartile of people, 13% of those will most likely run out of money. And I think that's really, really important when people come see me and they talk about what they want to do in retirement. It's really important. And I tell people, what is your thing? You can't have a new house, have a new car every year, have all new clothes every year everything. You've got to find out what's important to you in retirement and really focus on that one thing and really make that retirement the very best that it can be. Absolutely. And that's interesting you point that out, right? You can't have everything. You can't buy the boat, buy the car, buy a new house and take all the trips, right? So you got to kind of figure out which way you need to lean there. So again, so that you're on a budget and you're not going to run out of money. So Steve can make sure you don't run out of income, but you have to make sure you don't run out of money. And I just want to, I know it's a brief, you know, gray area, but the difference between income and money, Steve, you know, kind of makes sense of that for our listeners. Well, people come see us and we put an income strategy together for them and we sit down and figure out how much money they need each and every month to live. You know, we first kind of figure out what you want to do. Do you want to travel all 50 states? Do you want to travel Europe? Do you want to keep your grandkids? You know, what do you want to do? And then we kind of back those numbers out to how much money realistically you need in income. What's funny about that is a lot of people wreck that. You know, they have time, they go buy an open house, they buy the house. Then we got to figure out how to pay for it. Mm -hmm. But interesting enough, if you want to buy a house in retirement, it's a great strategy. I mean, a lot of people, you've got to figure out what you want to do. We had a lot of clients that moved from a small home to a bigger home because they want to be the grandkid mecca of the world. I think that's a wonderful thing. They're going to stay home and spend the summers with their kids and do things. So you have to figure that out. But it's really projecting the money. You know, I used to for years use the term budgeting money. But Mm -hmm. now projecting that money is really important. You know, some people don't want to live on a budget, and I don't blame them. But I think one of the things we have to look at when we look at this survey that's important since it was written, we've had hyperinflation this last month. I mean, it rose hugely. It's expected to rise over 20% a year of inflation. You know, that's going to wreck a lot of budgets for people, a lot of projections for people. So we have to Mm -hmm. plan for that. You know, one of the things that we've done and we really, people say, did you learn this skill set in college? And I said, no, I learned this skill set sitting down with people just like you. And by that, what I mean is, you know, we would test these strategies and we'd go back and perfect these strategies. And one of the things we really needed and we added along the way is catch-up buckets. You know, I used to say, you know, 8, 10, 12 years down the road, you're going to need more buying power because, it, you know, your buying power is being eroded. Well, today, with this kind of inflation, it could be two, three, four years down the road. So we're really going to have to work smarter, work more efficient, and really make it work. 
it's interesting, you know, Jess, people come see us and we sit down and what I always tell them is we'll find money to use for your retirement that you have never thought of. And I love that, right? And kind of pulling back the curtain there and making things easy, right? You know the saying, smarter, not harder. If you've been trying to figure out, well, how do I put an income plan together? And how do I know if I've done all the saving and if I've done everything I'm supposed to do when it comes to retirement? I'm going to make it easy here for you. With over three decades of experience, that's where Steve and the team come in at the Hoyle Financial Group, guys. They can help you put together that income strategy that is going to be there for the rest of your life. You're not going to run out of income and you're also going to be able to project what the future is going to be. I love that, the projecting versus budgeting, because you can kind of start outlining what the future could look like with inflation and taxes, what have you. So if this is something that you're interested in, you want to put together an income plan with the one and only Steve Hoyle, something that I found interesting is that the Census Bureau, they found a story about Texas and Florida being the fastest growing states, of course, population wise. Well, when you think about it, these are also states that are considered to be low tax states. And Jimmy Petronas, who is CFO of the state of Florida, tells Fox Business that's the big attraction for people who are tired of paying higher taxes. Let's just talk about the empty nesters from New York, from New Jersey. They decide to leave the tax hell that those states are in and move to the state of Florida. They're going to bring their investments, their retirement wealth, and they're going to move to a state with lower taxes. They're a couple that they have done their hard work and enjoying life. And now they look to retire in the beautiful sunshine state where we let them keep their money. Well, and Steve, you were just talking about inflation a few moments ago. That's something we can't control. Taxes, we know there's a lot of changes coming our way under the Biden administration, another facet of our income plan that we can't control. So what do we do about this? Well, I think that we've really got to start a little earlier or if we're on the short end of the stick, I think we really need to step it up. And, you know, partner and figure it out. I think one of the things that's interesting about Texas and Florida is I can speak for Texas. Property taxes are so high. We may not have a state income tax, but we really get people other ways. Our property taxes are really out of control in Texas. And when you look at the housing market booming so much like it is, you know, how is that going to affect your property taxes? You know, the house is going to be worth more. You're going to owe more on property taxes, and you have to budget or project that number. It's really important. But I really think that, you know, when you start talking about taxes, it's scary. You know, higher short-term capital gains taxes, long-term capital gains taxes, you know, employment taxes are going to go up, and those are going to affect the employer and the employee. And then you've got the death tax coming up, which, you know, I really think we have it wrong in this country. People that are you know, have built wealth, who have employed people, who have really grown a business to employ people for being successful when you die, we're going to take part of that back. I just don't agree with that. But I'm going to tell you, we need to work smart. But I do think there's some great opportunities. You know, one of the things that's changed and it changed before Trump left office is the stretch IRA. You know, now either in five or 10 years, you have to pay all of your taxes on your retirement money within that time frame, kind of depending on age. And one of the things that's interesting is most families that inherit, there, there was a study out and it showed that the average inheritance age was age 51. Hmm. Well, people in their 50s are usually in their highest earning years of their career. So the government is really going to get more taxes by doing that. But, right. but it's really important to sit down with us. You know, we have people coming in all the time because 
you know, people had a strategy. They were going to take all the retirement money. They were going to give their kid or their grandkid a gift for the rest of their life on their birthday. They were going to pay for their college out of it and pay the taxes and pass that money on. Well, Houston, we have a problem. You can't do that anymore. Yikes. Yeah, I want to go back to the stretch IRA you just mentioned here. And yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, if, if the average age is 51 when somebody is going to get the inheritance, chances are you're already in a higher tax bracket because of the income you're making. And then all of a sudden you get this stretch IRA from mom or dad or grandma or grandpa, and that adds to your income, right? Absolutely. So then that increase, that could put you in another tax bracket. And then you have 10 years to pay. I mean, how is that even? It's not fair. It's not possible. Well, you know, the rules have changed, and it's tough for a lot of people that really set up that strategy and have it in place. It's not grandfathered. Mm-hmm. If you're still alive, all your retirement money, we're talking about 401k, IRA, 403b, all mm-hmm. of those things. I think the one thing that might be affected a little bit less of qualified money is the Roth IRA, which I'm a big proponent of tax-free income from that Roth IRA. But, I mean, it's just really important to know that because we're seeing people come see us and their parents passed away, and now they it's too late to do anything about it. They have mm-hmm. 10 years to pay all those taxes. And that could make or break somebody if you think about it. Well, absolutely. But, you know, paying all those taxes at once, it really changes, you know, whoever's inheriting the money, that outlook. It's really important that they know that so they can plan for that too. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of Retired Texas Style on the podcast. Stay tuned. More episodes to come. And as always, get more details on the website, retiretexasstyle.com. Talk to you soon. Oil Financial Group is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Bonus annuities may include higher surrender charges, longer surrender charge periods, lower caps, higher spreads, or other restrictions that are not included in similar annuities that don't offer a premium bonus feature. Read your contract for restrictions, limitations, or penalties. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Hoyle Financial Group. Texas Insurance License Number 1719183.